Hello, all you crazy motherfuckers. How you doing out there? How you feeling? You guys are so not crazy motherfuckers. I don't know why I just called you that. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. I apologize. Uh, right in this very moment, what's your emotional temperature? Take your temperature and adjust accordingly. If you're not doing great, take the day off. If you're doing great, enjoy it. Embrace it. Have gratitude for it. Um, me, let's see. Um, I'm okay. I'm just extremely tired. I stayed up very, very, very late working on some stuff, and I am a wreck. So that's that's it. So that means I need to kind of take it easy and be kind to myself today, because otherwise I'm going to push it, and I'm going to hurt myself or trip over something and hurt somebody else. I don't know what I'm going to do, but it's not going to be pretty. Uh, okay, questions. Why don't we ask you guys some questions? I feel like, have I not been asking questions as much? Hold on, I'm moving my mic and it might be loud and annoying. Okay, I apologize if that was annoying. Um, are you an original? Tell me, yes or no. Do you find yourself to be an original person? And, and does that even matter to you? I'm thinking that because I've been reading a lot, again, about Enneagram stuff. And being that I'm a four with a three wing, that's kind of our main deal is like we need to feel unique. <laughs> kind of at our worst, uh, you know, at our worst, we're like needy about that kind of stuff. So anyway, we need to feel special, basically, special and unique and uh, like an original. Um, are you calm? Yes or no? Are you a calm person? Do you handle social situations with ease? I do not. But I, I, don't, I don't know anymore. I don't know. I'm like 15,000 different, 15, different people. Uh, what name do you like more? I'm going to give you two names. Trevor or Cody. <laughs> Are those basically the same name? Pretty much. All right. That's a tie. Okay. How about this? Trevor or Alexandra. Okay. I kind of like Trevor more. I don't know. Uh, what's your favorite cheese? hey How about for me, I'm just going to say every single piece of cheese on earth is my favorite. What's your favorite thing about yourself? That I would love to hear from you guys. What's your favorite thing about yourself? That's a sweet thing for you to think about. I'm not saying it was sweet of me to ask, but maybe it is. You know what? What are three things you like about yourself? There you go. Hit me up, Robin O'Neill, uh, on Instagram or Twitter. R O B Y N underscore O N E I L. Okay. Uh, last question. What concerns you the most right now? What is that lingering, annoying issue that's on your mind that you're just like, God damn it. Why is this a thing? I hate this. Um, oh God, I hate what mine is, but I'm going to be real open with you guys. Mine, it's my weight. It's my weight. So there you go. Because I told you guys I've been on a yo-yo, not a yo-yo diet. I've been on a roller coaster of weight loss and weight gain in the last year. And that's never, I was always the same weight my whole life since I was like, in eighth grade on, I always weighed the same fucking thing. And then now I don't know what the hell is going on. I am going crazy. 
And it really does upset me. I'm going to be honest with you. But let's not focus on that. Not really for um, aesthetic reasons, although that is clearly, um, I'm not immune to feeling that way at all. But it's more for the annoyance and confusion of it and that I don't want it in my brain anymore. I just, I just want to feel normal again and like a healthy weight again so that I don't have to have this in my brain because it's such a annoying, dumb, pointless, aggravating, negative, uninspiring thing to have in my brain is like, oh, I've got to get back down to a healthy weight because, well, and I have to do this for my health, but you know what I mean? So anyway, I'm just being very open with you guys. It's embarrassing. It's upsetting. Uh, it's, yeah, it produces some shame in me right now. And, but you know what? You guys are my friends. You guys adore me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you guys listen to me. How about that? That's good enough for me. As long as someone pays attention to me a little bit, that's okay. You don't have to adore me, but at least pay attention occasionally. All right. I got to tell you guys something. As always, I'm giving the me reader, me readers, <laughs> I guess that'd be a good term for you guys. Me reading stuff, listeners, me readers. That's good. Me readers, a coupon code. So tomorrow morning I'll be launching as long as everything goes well, technologically speaking, which it should be. And I stayed up all night getting my website all updated, although it's all hidden now. So don't get too excited. But tomorrow morning around nine or 10 Pacific time, we're doing the fall shop launch. I've got a lot of new fall colored modeliers, neutrals, lots of neutrals. Last time it was neons, this time it's neutrals. And by the way, sadly, this is for domestic orders only. All, all my shop is domestic only because there was just way too many issues, especially during COVID with shipping things across, across continents. So coupon code for me reading, me reading stuff. What is the name of this podcast? <laughs> Me reading stuff listeners get 25% off one item. And I think my shop just defaults to the lowest priced item in your cart. So be warned about that. The coupon code is all caps fall party, fall space party. It's a fall party. This will be through Thursday, the 21st of October. So you've got one week to take advantage of it. And these are not, this coupon code can't be relevant for commission orders. So if you're interested in a commission, sorry, these are for, all, this coupon code only works for already produced and posted shop items. But enjoy it. I also, um, I mentioned this a while back, but another thing I'm very excited about is that I have my new 2021 greeting card, which is going to be perfect for holiday cards, New Year's cards, you know, like anything you want for as this year 2021 comes to a close, this is the perfect card to send to people. And it just, I mean, you guys will see it tomorrow when I post it in the shop and on social media bullshit. And it says 2021, uh, I think it says, I can't see it. It's too far from me, but something like it sucked too. <laughs> is that what it says? I can't see it. It says something. Because, yeah, anyway, I am really not doing a good sale of this card, but it's it's beautiful, I think. It's not glossy like last year. It's a really nice premium matte card stock. So 
enjoy that. And I think they're $5 a card and they are, if you want a set of four, it's 15. Is that right? 15 or 16? God, I don't know anything. You know what? Beats me. Some shit's going down tomorrow. I don't know what it is. I don't know when it is. I don't know who runs the shop. I don't know anything about it, but enjoy it. Let's read. I'm so sick of myself right now. I got to get out of this whole mindset. All right. This is going to be fun. We are going to read. Oh my God. Who likes Cool Keith? Who likes Dr. Octagon? Who likes the Black Elvis? Who likes Keith Matthew Thornton? That's his real name. Cool Keith, rapper from the Bronx, born in 63. He's 58 years old. Nice young 58. He's a rapper and a producer. Um, and there's nothing like him. Uh, you may remember Dr. Octagon from the mid 90s. That album, Octagon Ecologist. Is that how you say it? I think so. Anyway, I was obsessed with it. I've always loved Cool Keith. And he is a legend. I think half of the more alternative rap that is so popular now and that everybody loves so much would never, ever be possible without Cool Keith. I really do think he, and he's an artist. He's not, and I don't use that term lightly at all. Um, I took down a quote on his, so also he has, I don't have them all written down, but he has, I mentioned a few of them. He has about, I don't know, 25 other names. I mean, most known as Cool Keith, but he goes by so many different names and he has different stage personas and he's, he really becomes these other personas. So on his relationship between him and these various stage personalities, he once said, I don't even feel like a human being anymore. And I, he's not being cute. I mean, he like takes this shit seriously. So, all right, from the album Matthew, which is his middle name, which came out in 2000 or 2001. This is one of my favorite songs and I'm gonna read to you the lyrics as a poem, cause I think it is. Uh, and it's called, I Don't Believe You. And by the way, there's something about the way Cool Keith writes that reminds me of bizarre translations. And you guys, if you've been listening, you know I really love the art of translation. And not that I can do it because I don't speak any other language really, but I am very fascinated with translation. So I feel like there's something about the way Cool Keith writes that has this strangeness. Um, I don't know if this song is definitely is going to really show that. But anyway... Check it out. Check out Cool Keith's Matthew. Check out anything by Cool Keith or any of his other side projects. And here we go. I Don't Believe You by Cool Keith. Yo, you're lying. He's lying. She's lying. My man over there, he's lying. You know what? You're building up a bunch of lies. Straight lies. You got mad guns? I don't believe you. You got 11 cars? I don't believe you. You got the block scared? I don't believe you. Use a bugged thug? I don't believe you. You doing jail time? I don't believe you. You got the newest Benz? I don't believe you. You got the girls ready? I don't believe you. You moving big weight? I don't believe you. You cooking steel pots? I don't believe you. You going on Soul Train? I don't believe you. You cashing royalties? I don't believe you. You did a video? I don't believe you. You smacking everybody? I don't believe you. You closing all deals? I don't believe you. 
You say you manage people? I don't believe you. Use a movie star? I don't believe you. You work with Warner Brothers? I don't believe you. You down with Jamie Foxx? I don't believe you. You a drug lord? I don't believe you. You pay your mortgage? I don't believe you. You date and find chicks? I don't believe you. You tra travel solo kid? I don't believe you. You smacking anybody? I don't believe you. You got your own label? I don't believe you. You say you never lease? I don't believe you. I'm sorry, some of these just make me laugh. You say your record's hot? I don't believe you. You working hard, lady? I don't believe you. You like to clockwork? I don't believe you. You at your brother's house? I don't believe you. You tour with Babyface? I don't believe you. You mix on Nyboards? I don't believe you. You talk to Aaron Hall? I don't believe you. You play for the Charlotte Hornets? I don't believe you. You buying a Rolls Royce? I do not believe you. You got signing power? I don't believe you. You making hit records? I don't believe you. You say Shaq's your cousin? I don't believe you. You selling Knicks tickets? I don't believe you. You giving after parties? I don't believe you. You at the Super Bowl? I don't believe you. You bought a mansion? I don't believe you. You think you're hype rapping? I don't believe you. You say you are the man? I don't believe you. Your mother thinks she fly? I don't believe you. You say your pops is cool? I don't believe you. You got the kids a gift? I don't believe you. You moving out to Cali? I don't believe you. You say you're doing jacks? I don't believe you. You making millions, kid? I don't believe you. You say you're selling furniture? I don't believe you. You work construction? I don't believe you. You got your hair done? I don't believe you. You mess with Lauren Hill? I don't believe you. You danced with James Brown? I don't believe you. You own a Dodge truck? I don't believe you. You work at 7-Eleven? Boom, cool Keith. Okay. Oh my God, I love the man. I think I don't know what nigh boards are. I, I mean, obviously they're a mixing board. Is it nigh or knee? So if I said that wrong, I apologize. But um, many of you guys know that I'm a big rap fan, big hip hop fan, always have been since I was a kid. So Cool Keith is up there for me. I feel like, yeah, I just feel a connection to Keith Matthew Thornton. Always have. Check him out if you don't already know him. And if you do, I just gave you a fist bump. Um, have I given, I wonder how many fist bumps I've given in my life. I guarantee it's not many. I'm going to give you an honest reaction and then you hit me back up with how many fist bumps you think you've given in your life. Um, I mean, because even during COVID, I didn't leave the house. I know everybody was fist bumping like maniacs out there during COVID. Uh, which, by the way, why am I saying it like past tense? Still going on. Still going on. Um, anyway, fist bumps in my life. I mean, I feel like they've all been sarcastic fist bumps, you know? Or like the weird waiter who gives you a fist bump when, when he talks about the movie The Crow and you recognize what he's talking about. He's like, yeah, that's happened to me before. That's why I'm mentioning it. Shout out to the rooster in Costa Mesa, California. If you haven't been to the rooster in Costa Mesa, California... Go there, get a breakfast burrito. Anyway, I think I've probably only given, including the sarcastic fist bumps, uh, probably, I'm going to go with 15. 
All right, this is the end of the podcast. What are you doing? What's up? You annoyed? Are you annoyed with something? Step back, get out of the grind, put your phone down, smartphone down, that is. If you've got a flip phone, it doesn't distract you as much, so that's okay. But if you've got an iPhone or a Samsung whatever phone, get it far from your body right now. Go, well, listen to the end of the podcast, then put it far from your body. Don't look at it for two hours. Give yourself a little challenge. See how you feel afterwards. Breathe in. Breathe in the space. Because there's a lot of space you get when you don't pay attention to your phone. It's awesome. I'm here to tell you, I really, I do think, a lot of times I try to not dictate what you do with your lives, everybody. In this instance, I think we all agree getting away from your phone is a good thing, right? Smartphone. Social media. News. Oh God, I gotta read you guys this Fran Lebowitz. Oh, I don't have it with me, it's in the other room. Otherwise I'd grab it, it's so good. Should I go get it? Yeah, I said I was ending the podcast, hold on. Okay, bonus reading from the Fran Lebowitz reader, uh, which, did I read from this to you guys? Or I just told you I was reading it from Vintage. Um, I can't remember when this came out. Anyway, it's a collection from both Metropolitan Life and Social Studies. It's basically everything she's ever written. And um, my favorite, I'm just going to read you one paragraph from my very favorite moment in the book, which I think we all need to hear right now. No news is preferable. This is no news is preferable. Fran Leibowitz. For some, it's the columns. For others, the logic. But for me, when it comes to the most winning aspect of Greek culture, I'll take the killing of the bearer of bad news. <laughs> Throw in the bearer of good news and you've got yourself a practice that's nothing short of perfect. And one, I should like to point out, that would make a welcome addition to any culture, particularly one such as our own. I am, of course, well aware that many people like the news, that they consider it to be important, informative, even entertaining. To these people, I can only say, you're wrong. Not that I wish to be curt with you, not at all. I am perfectly willing to elaborate in order that you might more fully understand the error of your ways. Let us consider each alleged attribute separately. <laughs> so she goes through important, informative, and then what is it, entertaining. The funniest is under entertaining. She says, in researching this subject, I watched a fair amount of television news and read a couple of papers. I didn't laugh once. <laughs> anyway, um, I have a lot to say because I finally finished this book and uh, because I found that Fran, since these were magazine and newspaper articles, uh, or a lot of them were, um, it's just not the best thing to just read it from beginning to end because it starts to be a little repetitive and it's not her fault. It's like that this isn't how they're supposed to be read. I also have a lot to say and I'm actually thinking of writing a little essay about it. Um, because I read the Fran Leibowitz Reader at the same time I read two of those Samantha Irby books. And it's very interesting because they're both queer women and they were around the same age when they wrote both of all of these all of these pieces that I read at the same time and Fran is Jewish Samantha's black so there's also there are also that to their stories and their I guess their lens for lack of better term and it's just so strange because generation gen, gener, generationally I was so aware while reading these side by side at how different somebody growing up in the 
you know, 60s and 70s compared to late 90s, 2000s. It's like everything with Fran is observance. By the way, they're both so fucking funny. It's insane. Like these are amazing,ly funny books. <laughs> both of what I read from Samantha Irby and anything from Fran Lebowitz, of course. So anyway, that's the other obvious thing. They're both humorists, humorists and essayists. But everything with Fran is observance, and it's outside of herself for the most part. And she's the confidence of Fran is like, I mean, it's not even an issue. You don't even think about it because she truly seems to just think she's the greatest thing that ever walked the face of the earth in a very funny way. Whereas, again, I think it's a generation thing. Samantha Irby, it's so much internal. It's all about her. It's all, even though, sure, there's some things about how she relates to the world, of course, of course, but it's all laser focused on her as an individual. Um, and there's a lot of self-deprecation and self-deprecating. Yeah. And sorry, I can't, I can't form words. Well, I'm just kind of talking this out for only the second time. I told Damien my thoughts. I really want to do more thinking about this, but I don't know. I found it very interesting. And I think we all know, again, it has a lot to do with how we've grown up. I mean, I'm more close. I'm close to Samantha Irby's age, but I'm in that in between really. And I just think it's just so, I don't know. I don't like one more than the other. That's not what I'm saying because I don't, but I do find, and and in fact, they're so extremely different in this way, in this interior exterior thing that I'm noticing that I do think there's a problem with both and that somewhere in the middle would be more ideal. So there you go. Where, you know, Fran doesn't get personal at all. Samantha is a self-admitted oversharer. And there's something where Fran, I have to search for her heart. And Samantha, I don't. And at all. And I wish there's a <laughs> I wish there's something in the middle. Maybe if you guys have any suggestions show me who that would be. I mean, I do read a lot of essays, so I'm sure when I think about this, I'm going to come up with it. I mean, it's weird. Well, anyway, I've got a million things to say, but let's stop. Let's stop. Okay. Remember that meal you sometimes make that reminds you of your favorite year of your life, your happiest year? Girl, go make that shit today. Eat it. Digest it. Save the leftovers and do it all again tomorrow. That's what I'm doing. You've earned it. Life sucks. Food is good. Have you been wanting to create a reading corner in your house? A little reading corner for yourself. In your room, in your living room, in your closet? So get away from everybody? I say do it today. Scoot the cozy chair over there or in there in the closet, wherever you need. Sit down. End your day in your new cozy reading corner. Put blankets in there. Put pillows in there. Even if you're in a full, you know, this is not for kids. I used to do this as I was a kid. I'd always find little special corners. I you do it now. I just put a whole bunch of cute pillows and a bean bag in one corner, and that's my new reading corner. Um, do you need to go to the dentist, but you've been putting it off? Make the call. Talk to the lady in the office named Pam. Laugh at her jokes. Get that appointment scheduled. And don't forget to floss, because remember what I tell you, there's always food in there. 
Um, I love you guys so much. Be good to yourselves and don't put up with any bullshit. Good night.